So I was at, um, dang, I can't even think of the name of it, and I knew it. It started with an H. It's closed now. Hmm. But it was on. It was in the Five Points. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like a hood club. Sure. Like there was Crips there, and I was like, Damn. I know. I was unprepared. Uh, do you have any Crip material? I do have some Crip material. Do One you have Crip, crip joke. Material? I didn't tell it then. I didn't have it then. What is it? What do you got? What is that? <laughs> wait, wait, okay, okay, wait, okay. wait, wait. I don't know if I could tell you that joke yet. No. It's still in rotation. Oh, because I got a Crip joke too. I want to hear your Crip joke. Okay. Okay. If I like your crib joke, I'll tell you mine. All right. Okay. Please. Is uh is it true that newborn crips can only wear baby blue? We are back. Hello and welcome. My name is Dan O. This is Comedian Ordinaire, the world's most okay podcast where I sit down and I interview comedians. I pick their brain, um, you know, all around the city, the city being Denver, Colorado. Eventually we'll branch out. Uh, This is where podcasts start. I think you start locally and then you get, you know, a little less local. And then even less local after that. So hopefully that's what we're on the path to doing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I hope you like the last couple ones. Um, that one where I broke down jokes, I hope that one was refreshing and different. I always like to throw something in in the midst of all these interviews. You know me. I just don't want to stay the same. I don't want to do the same thing. I got to keep it fresh to death. Oof. Fresh to death. I'm going to stand by it. Got to keep it fresh to death. Today we have a very special guest, Chanel Hughes. Um, Man, we got into so much. Before I really get into that, um, if you would like to support the podcast, first and foremost, you have to tell a friend. If you would like to support it, you have to tell a friend. I think that's the best way to do it. Word of mouth. We've said it before. It's the best Ludacris album, but it's also the best way to help something grow, help a platform grow. And I think we're doing a good job, man. Some of these have, like, they've surprised me with how many people have been interested. Both positive and negative. Some of them I'm like, wow, I wish that one did better or uh, whatever. But got to tell a friend. Um, Or you could get the logo tattooed onto your, you know, spine. You can get it tatted on probably the left chest plate. I think that one is appropriate. We've had one fan send a picture in of a, of a ordinaire tattoo. Didn't even know I had a podcast. Just had the word ordinaire tattooed. So you can do that. Man, what else? Um, yeah, like I said, Chanel Hughes is our guest today. We get into so much. Um, you know, it starts off as as an interview, like, a, like, hey, we need to get to know you. And that's sort of the structure for all of these so far. And then we really get into the business side of comedy. Chanel has just, you know, did a string of shows over in Portland, Oregon. She talks about um, how important it is to do comedy works and really just believe in yourself. I think that's the message in this one. Um, a lot of positivity coming from Chanel. She's just such a naturally funny person. She's so positive. Um, and I'm grateful that I got to meet somebody like this. 
uh, let alone interview them for an hour and ask them all these questions. Yeah, I got a lot out of it. I know you're going to get a lot out of it if you're just interested in comedians or you're thinking about doing comedy. I don't know what it is. Maybe you're one of those two people. I'd imagine that's the market for this. Whatever. You know what? I feel like I've talked enough on this. Um, Again, you could follow us on all the social platforms. I say us, man. I always say us. Let me just keep saying us. You could follow all of us over here, all of my personalities, on all social platforms. Because I think that's a way to do it, right? Isn't that? Yeah, you got to do it. You do it. Whatever. I'm going to I'm going to get out of this one. I'm going to stop talking and uh without further ado, my guest today is Chanel Hughes. Uh Chanel is a comedian based out of Denver. She recently had a string of shows in Portland, Oregon. All of her March dates are available on her website and she's been telling her story through comedy for about 3 years now. 2 years? 2 years. 2, two years. years. Chanel, welcome. Thank you for doing this. Thanks it's a pleasure for having to me. finally meet you. Ah! Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. I feel like, uh, man, I've been trying to set this up for a while. Uh, maybe like a couple of months, but we're doing it. Uh, let's just get right into it. I got a bunch of questions for you. Uh-oh. What kind of kid were you growing up? Oh, my God. I was a fat kid. You were a fat kid. I was so chubby and cute. Were you funny at all, being a fat kid? Oh, yeah. Well, I was really shy. Okay. So I was like really shy, like scared of authority type of kid. Sure. But if you caught me, like... You know, when the teacher wasn't looking, like I had a teacher who'd be like, I can never catch Chanel misbehaving. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I look at her, she's looking at me smiling, you know, but I was a clown. I was definitely a clown. You were a clown. Mm-hmm. Do you have any siblings at all? <clears throat> yeah, I have a older brother and sister, but they're way older than me. So I was kind of like a single uh, only child. How old are you? I'm 20. I'm about to be 28. You're about to be 28. And how old are they? My sister's going to be 38 and my brother's going to be 45. Whoa. Yeah. You have old. a 45-year-old brother. Yeah, he's my dad, basically. Basically? Pretty much. That's older than my mom. What? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 24. Oh, okay. And my she's mom is... 44, I think. Oh! Yeah. That's cute. I like she was a baby ages. when she had me. For real. But... Dang. Okay, Were you... did you have a funny family at all? My brother is goofy. My mom's funny. My mm-hmm. sister's more like the, like, uh, corny funny. Ah, but my brother's definitely probably very funny. I probably get it from my dad. My dad's de- me and him are like very similar. Really? Yes. Okay, you get a lot of your funny. Did comedy or entertainment interest you as a kid? I was. I used to try to do like little singing, you know, mm. like singing groups. Really? Like I was. I was like, we should be the ghetto girls, and my uh-huh. friend's parents were like, don't hang out with her, you know. Hmm. I wasn't. I was just trying to start something. Then in high school, I was in theater. Okay. College, I didn't do much, and then. <clears throat> what kind of theater yeah. did you do in high school? Oh my gosh, I was in a, two musicals. Uh huh. Well, one. Well, I was really in one. I was in F- Footloose. Footloose. Which is not originally a musical. No. What is but... that? But <laughs> you know, you don't know Footloose. Mm-mm. Okay, I think it's Kevin Bacon, right? Okay. I don't know. He, his mom, and him moved to a town mm. where dancing. Is not allowed, but he oh. loves to dance, you know. Mm. So he gets everybody foot loose. Nice. Yeah. What did you play, Kevin? In that? I wish I was his <laughs> mom. <laughs> Dang. So you were a shy kid, but you went to theater. Yeah. So I was. That was probably because I always tried sports. Like I did volleyball, and then this is this is literally what happened. My brother thinks it's so funny, but mm. I tried out for track, and mm-hmm. they like had me running up the stairs and lifting weights, and sure. 
I was like, hell no. Nah. And then no. the next day they had theater tryouts and I was like, fuck it, let's go. So we went. And yeah, I was like in the back at first. And then I like, through like a series of events, mm-hmm. became one of the main characters. Really? Yeah, I was so scared. I was so scared and nervous. Theater people have a sort of stigma behind them. Oh my God, what? I don't know, that they're kind of crazier or <laughs> they all kind of stick together. Like they're their own little clan or group, you know? Yeah, but isn't that all groups and clans? I guess the theater people have a a specific one. (laughs) Because you know, like, how do you spell theater? How do you spell it? Oh, no. I'm not that fancy theater. Okay. I'm still ER. You're an ER. See, yeah. this is what I'm talking Some about. Some situations. Not all situations, but the most theater of the tray. You know theater what I'm talking tray, about. tray. That's for the Crips. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do. I'm not that. No. Maybe if I... Comedy wouldn't have got me. Maybe. Theater. You know, theater. Theater. Yeah. Okay. Theater. Did you have favorite comedians at all growing up? Um, I definitely like watched the Kings of Comedy. My mom sheltered me a lot, so she mm-hmm. didn't like me watching like cussing or mm-hmm. any of that type of stuff. Um, we can censor this whole podcast. I know for yeah. her, huh? Can't listen. Yeah, um, just kidding. I had boy cousins though. Their moms let them watch whatever. Those are my closest cousins, so mm-hmm. like I got to do a lot more. Sure. So yeah, probably the Kings of Comedy. I mean, by the time I was coming up, I seen a majority of my com- my the comedians in movies, right? Mm-hmm. So like. Eddie Murphy, I knew him from movies. Sure. Or, you know, uh, who else? Um, Pryor. Yes, movies. Yeah. Um, even, woof, yeah. I, I knew about him because of my mom. Uh-huh. I mean, even Dave Chappelle, a show, you know? So it was like, yeah. I never actually seen too much stand-up or grew up with a lot of stand-up. Really? But just in the movies, like, probably, one of my favorite movies is Pootie Tang. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Never. Well, I've looks like, like we got... I've seen, like, 15 movies <clears throat> in my life, so. Think what? Yeah, I, I don't watch a lot of movies. It's all TV. Okay, that's fair. But yeah. you should watch Pootie Tang. Okay. And JB Smooth is in that movie. That's my guy. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't know he was a comedian, but I seen him in Pootie Tang. Yeah. And I was like, I love I just love like the you know what I'm saying, the personalities, the people, the over the top mm-hmm. Martin in the Martin show, sure. you know? Like, um I'm trying to think what else. The Marlin brothers, they were in their own show. Yeah, everybody I seen on TV. In so. Living Color at all? Did you ever go yeah. back and watch that? I yeah. did watch that. That's right. a good one. I'm just trying to figure out what your influences are. Um, do you pick your nose at all? Um, yeah, definitely. You do. Yes. How do you get rid of them? What's your technique? Flick. You're I a flick. flick. It. You are yeah. a pick and flick, just out in the flick. world. And yeah, I'm like, here you go. Yeah. Nutrients. You got to return nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the nature. Um, I'm green. No, I pick my nose every morning. So every yeah. morning. Right when I wake up. First mm. thing I do. And it's always crusty. It never. It's always full. It's not always crusty, but it's always full. I don't know what that is. Oh, wet boogers. Wet, dry, old, new. Old. If you pick them every day, how old is it? Twenty four hours old. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. That's true. Sleep. Cause, yeah, because I don't. But you don't think they night. start? F- oh, you pick throughout the day though. Maybe once throughout the day. Yeah. But it doesn't get dry your nose. You don't put Vaseline. Vaseline in my nose? You don't get dry, bloody nose? It's dry out here. I haven't had a bloody nose in like five years. From picking? That's specific. Yeah. What'd you do when you were 19? Hard pick? Oh, I was going in. Oof. Shit, man. Someone was like, that's not how you do it. And I was like, this is how you do it. This is how it goes. Um, Oof. Speaking of, uh, let me see. You did improv for three years, right? Yes. Speaking of the theater, how did you get into improv? Was that a natural... (laughs) transition or progression improv so i was work so i was working my big girl job i used to work in insurance mm. 
straight out of college. I graduated in 2014 uh, from CSU, and then two weeks later, I started in insurance. Mm-hmm. So I was about a year in, and everybody at work was like, oh, you're so funny. And I was just like, man, I'm trying to find something else to do, like a outlet, you know? Some mm. And so my friend was like, oh, my friend does improv. You should try it. And I didn't. She's like, it's like, whose line is it anyway? That's what everybody says. And I'm like, cool. I had no idea. So I just typed it into Google, found the Voodoo Comedy Playhouse. Okay. And that's how I started there in 2015. And now I'm on a sketch team there now. So I just You're still doing it. Well, I kind of, no, I kind of started doing comedy heavy. Okay. And then now it's like, I just... Uh, tried out and we haven't really started this summer starting that but yeah what did you learn from improv getting into that oh definitely teamwork definitely thinking on your feet being witty being in the moment because that's so important listening right um and yeah that translated into a lot of areas in life public speaking right i think the witty thinking on your feet is my favorite though did theater prepare you for the stage at all like were you ever nervous doing improv (laughs) um i think at the beginning i definitely was you you're like nervous you're overthinking it you want to be funny you want people you know and then like probably i would say maybe a year or two in things kind of got a little more you know free-flowing took a lot of time so how often were you doing it well i took uh my classes level one through five at the voodoo okay so that was i don't know how long that takes maybe I don't know, a yearish. Okay. So you finish with your class and then you all produce a show together mm-hmm. and you do that show. So probably maybe our third show in, we kind of found our flow and things were kind of like more. What was your group name? Uh, Conqueror. Conqueror. Why yes. was it that? I'm wondering why we named it that. I don't know if it's because we conquered the Herald, which is a improv form. Mm. I'm not sure. Conqueror. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, we I'm had a... interested in these improv troupe names because <laughs> a lot of them are puns too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't I'm, think I'm, I just like asking. Uh, do you go back pretty often and do it? Like you're still kind of doing it here and there. Is that? I haven't done it as much. Um, I did probably I did like one show with the Black Actors Guild, but yeah, mainly comedy. Okay. And now, so our the the sketch team I'm on is sketching improv, but right now I'm just doing the sketch part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I haven't really done too much improv. How did you get into stand-up comedy then? Oh, from that's improv? funny. Uh, well, so my sister, um, everybody was telling me to go to do comedy, and I was scared. I was like, no, sure, sure. whatever. And my sister uh, knew a guy, and he's like, he produced shows, and his name is Monty. And he's like, oh, okay, well, you know, like, I'll give you two months. I'll put you on my show in March, or a month from now. I'll put you on my show in March, and that was... 2018, probably in January. Dang. Yes, because he he's a handyman, and he was, like, fixing him. He does comedy, too. Sure. And he's like, I'll put you in a show in a month. And I was like, fuck, you know? Whoa. Like, what? What? Yeah. I don't know anything about joke writing. I don't know anything about anything. Comedy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing. Like, what is that? Nothing. Did he give you an amount of time at all that you needed to film? Five minutes. He was like, you got a five-minute spot coming up in a month. Yes. How did you prepare? What did you do? Oh, my gosh. I was like, well, I was trying to write jokes. Um, I don't even know. I had a homeboy. His name is Sal. He helped me a lot. He had done comedy prior. Okay. So he, like, like went over my jokes with me and, like, discussed them with me. And I used to write, like, jokes that were, like, a page long. Right, you know, right. like, I just didn't know, like, the inside scoops about any of that. And so, like, I went to some open mics. Okay. Uh, and luckily, I knew people from the improv community. 
at, in, that have moved into the comedy community. Right. And so they were helpful. But yeah, I had like, I think three or four jokes <laughs> that I wrote and like, that's what I performed that night. I was so nervous. Really? Yeah. You were nervous for the stand-up despite doing theater and improv for years. Right. Well, that's alone, you know? Yeah. Is that why? Because you were, you're alone up there? You're by yourself? Yeah. And are people going to even think I'm funny? Right. Like, ooh, silence is loud in a comedy club. Silence hurts when you're Man. starting. You're like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. So what was the first time like? Where were you? So I was at, um, <laughs> dang, I can't even think of the name of it and I knew it. It started with an H. It's closed now, hmm. but it was on. It was in the Five Points. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like a hood club. Sure. Like there was Crips there, and I was like, Damn. I know. I was unprepared. Uh, do you have any Crip material? I do have some Crip material. You One have Crip, crip joke. Material? I didn't tell it then. I didn't have it then. What is it? What do you got? What is that? <laughs> wait, wait, okay, wait, okay, okay. wait, wait, wait. I don't know if I could tell you that joke yet. No. It's still in rotation. Oh, because I got a Crip joke too. I want to hear your Crip joke. Okay. Okay, if I like your crib joke, I'll tell you mine. All right. Okay. Please. Is uh is it true that newborn cribs can only wear baby blue? <laughs> is that a yes or no? Yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's a thought, right? It's I'm putting a it out one there. liner. It's a See, one liner is, crib joke. Mine is longer than that. I can still tell it. Um, and it's a true story. Okay. Um, so I was volunteering at this elementary school when I worked in my job. I used to volunteer at elementary school. Mm-hmm. Fifth graders. It's eight in the morning. Me and my coworker, we setting up, and they start coming in. So we're like, hey, good morning. They're like, good morning, whatever. This one little boy comes in, like, stops at the door, and at the top of his lungs, he yells, what's cracking, cuz? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, obviously, I don't know if my coworker knew what that means, but I know what that means, and mm-hmm. that shit was funny. Like, that was hilarious. And so, uh, well, the joke goes, he goes, what's cracking, cuz? And I'm like, yeah, I was in Aurora, you know, which mm-hmm. I was. And I was like, I don't know if y'all, uh, I don't know about y'all, but I like to do a majority of my cribbing after 9 a.m. You know, like these early <laughs> cribs, they getting up early. Early crib catches the worm. I don't know what's going on. Yo, tax dollars, police tax dollars, you know what I'm saying? Good. Thanks. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's shout kids. out to the cribs. Yeah, he looked like Blueface. I don't know. Mm. The rapper, yeah. He was, okay. he was He was a cool kid, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's always those kids that you're like, oh, shit. They're actually the ones that's like, oh, shit, you know? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you, you cool, bro. You just misguided. You just look goofy. That's it. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I was like, who's letting you dress like this? Back to the first time that you were performing. So you're okay. at a place. We don't know what it's called. It starts in the age. It's closed down. I'm going to remember. Okay, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. What was that like going up? Do you remember any jokes from the first time? Did you do well? I do remember some of my jokes. I did do well. You did? Yeah, it was it was decent. It All was right. like people came up to me afterwards and was like, good job. Hey. And I was like, thank you. Okay. Yeah, I was so nervous. Yeah. I was shaking nervous. I was like. Pfft. How'd you feel after? I felt good, but also it was like, I guess a wave of relief because you're just so anxious, mm-hmm. which is like typical you sure. know like some like i just went to portland that was my first time performing out of state yeah and my anxiety was like <laughs> hey roof, and i was right? like "Woo, yeah it was yeah. terrible but uh that went well too um but yeah that was it was uh, it, it felt good it felt like now like i had the bug you know like i'm, I'm writing i want to keep writing i want to keep nice trying new stuff you know so yeah. how long until you went back for the second time because i know some comedians will wait a couple of months or they'll go back immediately I think, I don't know how many open mics I was doing. 
Um, I'm kind of bad at open mics. I'm, I'm bad at the grit. You know, that's like the part you got to sure, have, you know? Sure. Lazy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I need to live closer to downtown or something. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, too. Honestly. I hate driving. Sometimes I think about it. Like, I want to buy a van, live in it, and just park outside these mics. Right. Until. Uh, yeah. Maybe, I'll come I don't, home on the weekends. 15 years. Shit. I don't know. <laughs> Stop. That's For real, that's driving. what I'm thinking. I know. I mean, jeez. I hate driving. Me too. Dang, so maybe we need a carpool. Hmm. See? All maybe. right. We Look at this. Go have these on an Uber. Oh my God, I'll do that too. Cause yeah. I'd be like, look. We'll get an Uber the, the I'll even get on the bus. I'll get on some shit. Okay. Back on task. What'd you ask me? <laughs> uh, how long until you perform the second time? Okay. I think it was a month or two and it was with the same guy. So you waited a little bit. Well, yeah. Well, I yeah. knew nothing about comedy the business nothing and that's why like it's funny because like even when I started getting more momentum and doing other shows it was like so many things that I was expected to know and not giving grace mm -hmm. in and it was like oh man you know like am mm -hmm. I fucking this up and I didn't even know like I really because his his shows are kind of like more lax you okay. know like so I didn't know about getting there 30 minutes before getting there early you know like or my time I didn't even used to time myself, you know, <laughs> it was just, yeah. you're just going up there and just talking, just That's talking. It. Yeah. Just talking and doing, well, doing my jokes, but like, right. right. Yeah. Just talking. That That's was probably it. like, I would like, it was crazy. Cause I was like, naturally sometimes not naturally, but I had jokes, but could do like up to a 20 minute set. Hmm. And then it was just like, once you have to actually time your 20 minute set, that's different. You know? Way different. Yeah, that's so different. Dang. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you tell your friends immediately that you were doing stand-up? <laughs> Just kind of keep it a secret. I posted on Facebook. Yeah, I posted like right everything. Away, like, hey, yeah, I was like, come to the show. Yeah. My name, there's pictures on the flyer. My name was like on the flyer in like eight point font. Like mm, really small. Super small. <laughs> yeah, little baby. Zoom. I'm like, I was, y'all yeah. didn't even know I was coming tonight, huh? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so you told everybody you were excited do you regret doing that at all because i told all my friends immediately and i just and now they all always want to see but i was i've been terrible for two and a half years okay that's fair so i didn't i felt like i shouldn't have told them like, no are you glad that you did, though? yes i am you glad are. i t i told my friends because they were really supportive and now it's like you know like they come when they can which i appreciate i've always been to come when you can there'll be mm. more shows type of person and also the people who have reached out to me and been like, oh, like you've been like once you, you know, do something for a while and people are like, oh, I'm expired. You keep doing this like you weren't playing. It's like, right. yeah, 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 it wasn't, yeah. you know, but people got to, you know, Dang. make sure you're not playing that. Um, what's something the world would be better without? Oof, That's a good question. Mm. Dang. On the topic of traffic, probably that, yeah. you know, like if we. Agree. I don't even know what could replace it. How do you get rid of traffic? Do you have any ideas? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Coronavirus? I don't know. I think it's going to help. <laughs> it's not. It's going to help a little bit. We had our first confirmed case today. In in the States? Colorado. In Colorado. In the States. Yeah, people, it's been in the States, but it was mm. in Colorado. He's in Denver getting treated. Really? Yep. What's his name? They didn't say. You know they're not going to tell us. Yeah. He's in, he's in quarantine. Okay, but you don't know him. No, I just seen it on the news. Nine, some news. Crips. Probably. Yeah. No, coronavirus sounds red, you know? <laughs> sounds like a blood disease. <laughs> uh, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you started? Oh, comedy? man. 
I wish I would have known. I guess now. Dang, it's still hard. I definitely wish I would have known just about like the basic rules of comedy. What do you mean? Like, oh, show up at your show 30 minutes to 45 minutes before. Mm -hmm. Like time your set like correctly or just like don't let. Oh, I definitely think this is important is not to let your mind get to you, you know, or your anxiety or whatever. Figure out a way. Right. Yeah. Because that'll fuck you up before anything else. Yeah. Sorry, am I supposed to cuss on here? You could, yeah, no, we could. I was like, like oof. I said, if your mom's listening, sorry, mom. Baby Ruth, sorry. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. It's okay. I told her she could cuss. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, just those basic rules. That, yeah. Like now, when you go, do you record your set? You're there early. Are you doing things different? Well, yeah, yeah. Now I know the rules, or at least to communicate, you know, better, or you know, um, or how to at times handle my mm-hmm. craziness before the show. How uh, do you do that? Like, do you still get nervous at all? Um, well, not as much, uh, Portland that kind of had me, but it was, I think it was just the out of state fact and not knowing what to expect, but I definitely have like a diary or journal where I write like, you know what I'm feeling and sometimes challenge those thoughts because like your brain gets negative. It's negative. You got to shut the negative shit up, you know? And writing helps with that. Oh yeah. Really? Cause when you, when you, you have to like, well, I go to therapy. My therapist is always like, you need to park those thoughts right your thoughts just can donut in your head you're like oh this is gonna suck this is gonna be bad and then you just keep going you know it's like a spiral you're like oh my god i'm gonna do bad and then you like write it down and you're like wait a minute bitch none of your shows have been bad what are you talking about like you have to counter those you have to be like on what basis you know like right on what stand there besides just my brain just you know yeah Yeah. how long have you been doing therapy i want to go to therapy so you should um almost a year in may Almost a year. Is yeah. that once a week? Um, tw- nope. I was, and I graduated. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then I got um. So now I'm biweekly. Biweekly. Mm-hmm. Dang. Has that helped you with your comedy at all? You think it's made you funnier or smarter? <laughs> I think it's helped a lot in just like me as a human, which helps in every arena. Right. Right. You know. And I know that's like a broad answer, but yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's giving me jokes. Yes, okay. and it's yeah, giving. See? It's letting me be more like. I guess bold and also getting to my own story and telling my story and mm. being able to tell that story instead of, you know, sometimes you see comics and they're like, I had somebody say like, everybody can write a tender joke, you know, but sure. like, what is a joke that's personal to you? That is relatable. That is unique to you that only you can write, you know? So yeah. I think getting past all the mess in our heads, which we all got, you know, everyone has it clearing that out, getting to a, you know, and then you could start thinking about shit. And- Do you meditate at all? Yes. You do? Yeah. Because you were saying in the moment, you're talking about clearing the mess. It sounds like... I know. I'm a, a witch. Um, yeah, I try to be. every day or... I'm not... I, I was doing it consistently like 10 minutes, but usually at night. I definitely uh, do it at night. I mean, I usually sw- fall asleep to it, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely at night. Dang. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm interested in all this. I think going to therapy Boom. would make me funnier. Boom. More it will. Than anything. It'll help you get through some shit. I think I can deal with my trauma... I mean, I'm pretty open about it anyways, but I would just love to be able to, like, tell stories to somebody that has to listen. <laughs> that paid. That Unbeknownst pay to listen. them. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what they're getting into. They have like, no I'm just idea. trying to get material. Yeah, therapy. I mean, yeah, my uh, therapist has a collective, Therapist of Color. Mm. All Therapists of Color, so if you're interested. And my app, my meditation app, All People of Color. Hey, there you go. I'm telling you. Shout out. Not, no sponsors, saying. like straight up. Just no spot. That's why I didn't say their names. No, I'm just kidding. 
But yes, those have definitely benefited me. Um, Working out, yeah, all that, all that good stuff you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I don't do none of that though. I know, I fall off. You can get back on the wagon. Like I love just eating pretzels though. Pretzels. That's my shit. Salty ass over here. Mm, salty mm, carbs. Like, mm. <laughs> God damn. That might be good for you, but you know, like with my with my body type, everybody has a different body type. But like carbs, me and carbs, we can't I mean, kick it that often. I got this new thing where I'm skinny fat though. Oh, what's that? It's it's a thing where your ribs are showing, but there's also a gut. Oh, you got a little dad, little gut. It's the gut and the ribs, and I hate having both. You be drinking? No, I never drank in my life. Mm, that's cool. But mm. I think it's the pretzels. Probably. Because they're staying right there. Bloating you up. I'm going to go get low sodium. Uh, me before my period. Yeah, do, you should. Yeah, just go low sodium. Yeah. How do your parents feel about stand-up comedy? <laughs> my mom is kind of just like more, like I said, she's more centered, reserved. So some of the stuff I talk about. Like, she comes, she thinks it's funny, she thinks it's great, but also, like, she don't want to hear it, you know? Mm. Like, I don't want to hear that, you know? Right. And my dad, he's <laughs> he's like, you know, I could have been a comedian, Chanel. He, like, yeah. has my posters <laughs> up. Like, he's like, Chanel, she do good. She do jokes just for the people, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, dad, you You're know? supportive, though. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's amazing. My dad, too much. He's like, he's like, he's like I want to get on stage. Like, sometimes I have to be like, chill, you know? Has he ever done it? No, he's just gotten like drunk at shows, and uh, I had to be like, "That's my dad, y'all. Damn. This is this is why I'm funny." Shout out, dad. Because otherwise, it's suicide. Am I right? That's amazing. Okay, too far, too, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's some steps in front of that. Um, how often are you performing now? A lot, a lot more than I ever thought I would be. Probably like sometimes I can have like up to eight to ten shows a month. Damn, and that's great. Yeah, it's a lot of running around. But you said you're bad with the mics, though. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like you just don't go like to go to them. You don't. Well, yeah, I've gotten a. It's funny. I've gotten a lot of shit about not going to mics. Uh huh. And it's not that I. Well, and my. I would say that in my old job, that job had me like really stressed. So I quit. Now I work at a distillery, a local distillery, mm-hmm. in town. Um, but yeah, and then the drive really gets me sometimes. Like once I drive from work and back home, I'm like, I do not want to drive back downtown. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. But I know that's a part of the hustle, part of the grind. You know what I'm right. saying? So I know I see the purpose, the importance. Yeah. So it's just a matter you think of it like would help you though, because you're still getting shows. See, I think it, yeah, definitely. Right. You always got to work on your craft, uh-huh. or you go, you go crazy. So you don't work on your material at shows. You just have it prepared. Is that well, it? yeah. Well, I, okay. I would say that like most of the time, the material that I have at shows is like, yeah, I've tried it at mics. Now I'm trying it on stage, and sometimes on stage I add stuff, change, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think mics are still good for new stuff, practice, sure. you know, all of that. So um, we used to have some mics out here that were nice, you know. But, In Aurora? Yeah, there don't be nothing out this Damn. way too much. Nothing. So, yeah, I want to get – plus it's just nice to see other comics, to socialize, to hear their stuff. That's like a – That's one of my favorite things. Get your brain running, you know, so – that's where I write a lot of my jokes at open mics where I'm just really? like thinking about like either I'm in, I'm talking or, you know, like some a comic says might inspire you, but it's not going to be the same because mm-hmm. your story's different. You know, mm-hmm. like you could see bread and think about money. I'm talking about bread. I'm talking about something to eat, you know? So it's oh, like, garden. yeah, <laughs> unlimited. So right, it's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> so you get it. Yeah. So that's I always like to be in that creative space. Yeah. No matter how much I don't make it out. Damn. But, 
how do you find a balance between working at the distillery and doing shows and man seeing I, your family i know this is bad it's not it's still to be figured out you okay you're still trying yes yeah yeah because now i'm going to be working full-time at the distillery which right now i'm just working part-time so it's like okay. i have all this time and what am i doing with it nothing so mm-hmm. um yeah now i'm working full-time so it's gonna be we'll see yeah that's gonna be tough yeah because i'm working early like 7 30 in the morning damn yeah me too at the breakfast place sheesh Six in the morning, got a clock in. That's oh, my why gosh. I like, how come you weren't at the mic, at the 12 a.m. mic? Because I work five hours. Bro. Right. I'm like, and I can't, you know? It's like, I need a little sleep. Mm-hmm. So, When you were doing hustle. part-time, how did you do it, though? Well, I'm doing part-time right now. Yeah. So, um, but I've been pretty, uh, thank goodness, steadily booked through mm-hmm. January, February, March. Um... I would say, I mean, I have a, a lot of help. Like, my girlfriend helps me a lot. She drives yeah. a lot. She does a lot of, like, you know, Amazing. like, the... You can't do it alone. No. No. You cannot. Right. It's impossible. I mean, I mean, maybe. You can. I don't know. I guess you can do it alone, but it's Why not going to mean anything, yeah. right? Yeah. Why would you want to? But it definitely is a lonely Oh yeah, it's a lonely journey. Sometimes you're like, I should be doing this alone because I should the not most be dragging anybody. Thing when you're first starting. Ooh, yeah, it's a bit yeah. rough. It's a bit like, you know, you're you got. Well, it's mainly because you gotta, you know, figure out some shit with yourself. So right. like, you know, and that's a hard. That's <laughs> you the fun know? part for me though. It's fun, but it's also yeah. like, oh, somebody didn't laugh, and now that I'm fucked up for a week, and then you get to a point where you're like, don't laugh, I'm gonna fuck, yeah. you know. So it's like. That's it. That, like, you know. That's where I'm at. I mean, I tell jokes all day long in my normal life, and no one ever laughs. It's the same. You're like, I'm just going to keep trying. Just, yeah, fuck it. One yeah. of them lands, man, I swear. Like, the best batters in baseball bat 300. That's 3 out of 10. They're huh. the best in the world doing 3 out of 10. So that just helps me think. I could be the best in the world if I'm 3 out of 10. I like this. Anyways. Wow, I needed to meet you today for this motivation. Hey, that's amazing. Um... <laughs> Have you ever stolen anything? Yeah, yeah. Oh, What's definitely. What's the last thing you stole? Mm. Dang. The last thing? The last thing you stole. I don't know. I, I don't know if I've done it. twice a week, so. From the store? Yeah, Safeway. Dang, I should give you one of my chapsticks. I got chapsticks as merch. Oh, I got some. Um, oh, yeah, on I'll task. take one. I mean, I'll steal one. Stop. <laughs> you gonna come in my house and steal. That's like, <laughs> I think that's, you get cursed. Uh, I don't know, that's white people. Um, that's crip life. <laughs> crip, that is. <laughs> Dang, I don't know the last thing I stole, to be honest. I was really thinking about it, and I was like, nah, that's not really stealing, you know. What do you mean? What were you like, gonna say? Um, well, I was thinking, like, did I take some shampoos from the hotel? Maybe. That's not stealing. That's not stealing. They're right. giving them out. They're free. They're free. Yeah. Mm, plus, like, that's all do? the shampoo I need, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just that right. one bottle. <laughs> Dang. What about when you were a kid? Or... Yeah, I used to steal a lot. Not a lot, but, like, like I said, I had boy cousins, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they influenced me. I was influenced, not all the time, but sure. to do some, like, thrilling stuff. Um, so we used to steal from Walgreens in the fourth grade. Would you steal Twizzlers? Man, hell no. We were stealing Di- Lisa Frank Diaries, <laughs> glitter bombs, pins. We tried to steal yeah. a hit clips, but the alarm went off. Um, you remember hip clips? You hip two- clips? Hit. No. Hit clips. Uh-uh. They were like, you get a little, <laughs> it was literally like a little Walkman thing. It was this big. Uh-huh. 
and then you buy different hit clips and they play for like 30 seconds and that's it the hits the hits like like Britney Spears yeah toxic I don't know if it's toxic did that come out in the fourth grade but yeah like Britney Spears NSYNC Backstreet Boys R. Kelly Sammy I don't know if they put R. Kelly on the hit clips I think probably for the best though yeah he was acting up you know (laughs) (laughs) he's woof damn see okay you would steal little things like that yeah I would also steal toy skateboards from Walmart yeah I'm like you get a little thrill my mom found out so I had to stop the thug life <laughs> the crip life. You could also just ring in the wrong produce at grocery stores. It's cheaper. I think pears are the cheapest one. Huh. Pears and oranges. You just ring up pears and you got like asparagus. Oh yeah, asparagus do be. Oh shit, man! They're trying to steal. They're Every trying to steal time. From me. <laughs> God damn. Every time it's on sale. But sprouts, you gotta go to sprouts, man. <laughs> I'll be getting asparagus. I'll be like, mm, I'm about to show up. <laughs> Uh, Chanel, you have a website. You've recently done shows in Portland. Uh, how important is the business side of comedy? I think it's very important. Like, you have to network. You have to, like, definitely market yourself. Get yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I'm learning still all the ins and outs of that as this has... My comedy kind of went for a spike in August of last year. And so sure. it's kind of, like, fast. What happened it's in been... August last year? Um, I participated in the Comedy Works New Faces contest. Uh-huh. So probably a lot of people didn't really know me before then. Yeah. Um, and so I moved on to the semifinals from the first round. Nice. And uh, yeah, that was great. But also like, whew, you know, yeah. things kind of took who, off. Who won that one? Uh, Derek Stroop. Sure. Yeah, Derek. Yeah. Shout out Derek. Yeah. Um, what business advice could you give to newer comedians? I would say, I mean, number one is just to believe in yourself. Like, even if nobody mm-hmm. else does, like, believe in yourself, believe. And if people are, like, telling you, like, oh, you're doing well, you're doing great, believe that. Like, write it down, take it to heart, do something, you know, because those when those tough times come, it's tough. You start questioning yourself, like, am I really this, you know, yeah. good? Am I this? Yeah, but definitely believing in yourself is half the battle. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I feel very lucky. I've, I've always believed in myself. Yes. I got so Submit, do it's stuff. Crazy. Yeah, you should. Well, here's the thing. I have too much where now I feel like I'm too confident that I'm not funny. You know? Because when the funniest <laughs> people to me are the most insecure, they're like, ah, oh, guys, I have an acne problem. And I mean, self-deprecation only gets you so far, though. A little bit. But the insecurity makes you a little bit funnier. You I know think, what I'm saying? Yeah. A little bit. Like... like when super confident people go up there, you're like, ah, I don't give a shit. You drive a Tesla. All right, go fuck yourself. Oh, no. you're Okay. Okay. I can see the bragging, like saying you got money. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Confidence kind of comes off as bragging. Cocky. Funny. Yeah. Cocky. Uh-huh. See, the confident is different because mm. I feel like I'm a confident comedian. Like I come on stage and tell you my story, but I'm not bragging about shit. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, this is life. But that's the, like, I feel like the insecure comedians are kind of, sometimes they're newer and sure. they're like at the back holding the stage. Like, you yeah, know, I used to hold the mic yeah. stand. I used to hide behind that motherfucker, stuff like that. But the confident, you see, they grab the mic and they come straight to the front. It's like, what's up, motherfuckers? Mm. You know, mm. you ready for these jokes? Hey. I can't wear my glasses. I see people too clear. I'm like, ooh. You know? Really? Is that why? No, sometimes. It depends. <laughs> I feel like I be focusing on people too much at times. I'm like, Chanel, get back to the game, you know? Damn. Um. How, how was Portland compared to Denver? Hmm? How was that scene? I think it was, um, they're similar in some ways, but very, but different also. Uh, 
Portland was fun. I liked Portland. I liked Portland scene a lot. Yeah. I think it was different in that. I don't know, to be honest. Mm, like it the was similar. Yeah, the pe- I mean. Are you performing in like a Voodoo Donuts? <laughs> I had some. I performed in like a pizza place. Yeah. That was a good show, though. That was a great show. Nice. That's a known show. Um, I performed, yeah, in a couple bars. I performed in like Annex. I feel like they're, okay, their spaces, though, are more decked out to me. Like, hmm. you're going there, and it's definitely like a feel. A pla- That's the thing is that like, and I don't know. I haven't been anywhere, but sure. between Seattle, Portland, Denver, which are places I've been, I feel like Denver is still trying to out of those cities find it's like weird or it's quirky or really? you know like you go to those places and they're like we don't give a fuck like uh-huh. they're just weird they right. are weird you know and it's like not a bad weird but they accept it you I know think there's an established culture over yes. in those cities whereas here it's like you're saying it's a little bit newer because of all the people coming in from yes. different places yes so there's just a whole melting pot of crips <laughs> I'm a blood. <laughs> Make this declaration now. <laughs> how do you how do you think Denver could be better in terms of the comedy scene? What are things that you see that maybe we could do a little bit better? Things that you don't like, maybe not calling anybody I know. out. Oh no, we could um, all get better. I think. Hmm. I guess I'm still trying to observe that. Mm-hmm. Denver's busy. I mean, it got. I mean, some people would die for this scene. Like you could be on a show every night if yeah. you wanted to be. You know, or on a mic every night. Sure. Um, I think it would, I don't know how much, I mean, even in Portland, all the shows are free. Of course it's like, yeah, charging, but then it comes, you know, comedians getting paid more, but that's always a, yeah, you know, a topic that's up for debate. So it's like, that's probably, of course, everybody wants money. That's it. But I don't think there's too much, like, you know, there's always going to be grievances in any scene, but like, mm. yeah. yeah. What advice could you give to comedians that are trying to get booked and trying to make a little bit of money? We're trying to start that route. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I would say, you know, like, work on your shit. Like, a majority, like, yes, I don't go to mics sometimes. I still want to go to mics. I like going to mics. But I worked on my shit at home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like. You're walking around saying it over, right, over You know what I'm saying? Writing it or even, like, with my best friend, just discussing it with her, just going over the jokes with her. Do you think this is funny? Because. Sometimes if you have a, like, if somebody laughs at your joke nine times out of ten, most of, not nine times out of ten, but most of the time the general public, other people will find that funny. Mm. Like, as much as we think we're different from other humans, we're also, we're all pretty quite similar, sure. you know? So if something's funny to somebody, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, have a friend, have some crew, some real friends, a crew, somebody you could talk to, and if they think your joke is funny, then keep, you know, think about it. Give yourself that time, too, to think, to refresh, mm. to work on your jokes. Yeah. You know, so say it, say your joke out loud and then rewrite it. Ah. How, do you, then, how do you sit down and write jokes? Um, like where do they come from? Is it an observation that you have in your phone and then you just. Yes. So yeah. I would say, yeah, definitely observation based or life okay. based um, or inspired, you know, like when I'm out and about definitely at open mics a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll like write an idea down and that's it. And then even go over it with some of my friends, like, what do y'all think about this? Or at an open mic, you know, even with other comics, you know? Mm. So then, you know, tweaking it. Or I have a joke now that I do, and and it's like my head, my head joke, my headlining, my first joke that I started my show, and that joke started completely different, you know? And so Mm. just discussing it with other people and then being like, no, I think you should change this to this and just being open, too, to what people have to say. You gotta be open to it. Yeah, because if people are... 
You know what I'm saying? Giving you, you got to have people you trust around you to give you that advice. You know, yeah. not your friend who, you know, like, yeah. they can't even go to work every day, but your friend who, smart, dependable, tells you the truth. Mm. You know, you trust them, you know, so who believes in you, who wants you to do well too. So, yeah. You might have to stop being a shitty motherfucker to Damn. get that friend, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's but, hard. That's hard to do. Man. A lot of us are shitty. All of us. Derek Stroop. All of us. <laughs> No, no. I I've never met him. I just like nobody <laughs> from the south. No, no, no. I right? just like to make a call back. <laughs> I'm cracking up. <laughs> what are some of the most common mistakes you see newer comedians making? Um, I think to me is like not one, not believing in yourself. I'm serious about that. Yeah, for real. Two, like thinking that one that other what thinking that what other people think matter like of course sometimes mm. people are not gonna laugh at your joke or whatever like it's not the end of the world you know right it's not even if you do well they might not remember you they might not even if i'm like how many people it. know my name after my show unless i'm giving something out right it's like right just go up there and tell your story but uh yeah or yeah not believing in themselves or also just talking shit about themselves to a point where it's just like this is uncomfortable ah. like Deal with your shit uh-huh. outside of comedy. It's, you know, like, deal with your shit. Because to an extent, it gets to a point where it's like, oh, hell no. Nah. Like, like yeah, I want to hear how you're depressed, but not just like, oh, I'm depressed. I lay in the bed all day and I stink and I'm shower. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, make me, make it funny that you're depressed because yeah. we're all depressed. That's right. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear how you're sad or how this sucks or, you know, or just weird shit. I just, I want to, I came here to laugh, you know? Mm-hmm. We're trying to forget about our day. Right. We want to hear why yours was funny or bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're like, you know. I'm trying to figure all this out. I still feel very new to the entire thing. Yes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three, whatever, four years in because I took like a, a long break. But I still, I don't think you're really in it until like 10 years in. That's fair. There's so much to learn. There's so much to learn. I mean, we're still learning right now. Yeah, for real. What's your, uh, what's the biggest regret in your entire life, Chanel? My entire life? I think, mm, being born. No, just kidding. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think to, I think, dang, man, this is not a regret. I wouldn't, Mm. I wouldn't say this is okay. It's hard for me to say that, but I feel like, you know, like you think you're supposed to live your, your life a certain way Mm. this whole time, you know? And so you like build this whole life for yourself and then like, reality hits you build this whole fantasy i should say and then reality hits and you're like this is not what i want to do at all like so then just rebuilding your life based off when you get to know yourself when you take that time whether you're going to therapy or doing shrooms i don't give a fuck but you know you take that time you you sit with yourself and you think and you're like wow i want to be doing something else you know like forever yeah i gotta get out of this shit man i gotta get a 401k so you gotta Uh, go through that yeah i think every i think everybody does i think even you know, when I left my job, people were telling me, like, get out of here before mm. it's too late. You know, like, you get Damn, stuck. That's you crazy. get stuck in some shit. Damn, that's yeah. scary. Read The Alchemist. Oh, yeah. I mean, I read it, but I didn't take a lot from it. What? I got to go back because I yeah. highlighted things that I thought were important. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Apparently, feel it's, it. like, it's like finding what you're good at and then learning how to give it to other people. The Alchemist? I, yeah, The Alchemist. I think it's... I... I don't know if it's about giving it to other people, but like, mm. I definitely feel like the alchemist is yes about your journey and being like taking those risks, taking those challenges, things you've always wanted to do 
and even following, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you decide to follow, the universe, Jesus, God, I don't know. There's a lot. There's lots of religions, things, but whatever you want to follow, following your heart and putting your all into that, you know, mm. and trusting yourself. The alchemist, to, I mean, not to get deep, but, you know, like, I feel like all that stuff is inside you, whatever religion, whatever. It's it's definitely encouraging you to believe in yourself and mm. your power, you know? So I think the alchemist emphasizes that. Mm. They're like, yeah, you could stay here and do this job forever, but you know how to do this. So, like, what's your passion? What do you want to do? And do you want to take that leap of faith? Yeah. And maybe come out with a reward and see how things in your life, you know, like, start connecting or start helping you or start once that's you huge. take that leap of faith, you know? And I'll start with the leap, though. Boom. And listening. He was, yeah, that's, I just finished it again. Again. I, yeah, I like that book a lot. Do you think you're a good listener? Hmm. I, yeah, I feel like good. I feel like yes. Yeah. There's times when my mind has too much going on. No, you know? So sure. when I'm at my best self, yes, you're definitely. Yeah. I think improv probably helps with that, too. Oh, yeah, you got to be. You got to be. And it's fun. I like I like to listen on people's shit and then say little comments and make them Couldn't laugh. Couldn't agree more. It's my favorite. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a lot about just specific jokes now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I hear a lot of professional comedians talking to each other. I've heard one say that the best compliment you can give another comedian is, I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> is That's there fair. any joke that you wish you would have thought of or wish that was yours from another comedian? Hmm. Let me think about some standout jokes. Mm -hmm. I can't think of any right now. So that's funny. Let me get it rolling. Okay. Okay. Mitch Hedberg. I don't know if you've heard of him. I don't know him. He's a one-liner comedian. He died a while ago, but he was uh, peaking in the mid-2000s. He said, uh, sometimes <laughs> when I have a funny thought, or he's like, I, I always write everything down that's funny, right? But sometimes when the pen and paper are too far, I have to convince myself that what I thought of ain't funny. <laughs> that's funny. I wish I, I wish that was mine, though. Yeah, because that's so basic, yeah, you know? Yeah, basic. It's easy. It's easy. There are a lot of Damn. Steve Martin jokes. One of them, he goes, uh, there's a big crowd. He goes, has anybody here ever raised their hand before? <laughs> so stupid. I fucking love hand. that joke. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. There's one that I do like. And I, I mean, I wouldn't have done this joke, but like uh, Sammy, you know, Sammy Anza. Mm -hmm. He does uh, the refrigerator joke. That shit's funny. Sammy yeah. has some, like, some shit. I'm like, this is going to make me laugh every single time I hear it. BK Sherrod, he has some funny shit. Like, that makes I me still like. I haven't seen him. I got to see him. Yeah. Yeah. I need to. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. There's a yeah. There's a couple comedians where I'm like, that's a Or even musical comedy. Like, Anthony Caver, he does singing. Really? And at the Denver Comedy Lounge. Okay. And I'm like, dang, that's funny because I've always liked musicals and stuff and all right. that. But, like, bringing it into my comedy, I'm like, oof. Shit. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, as comedians, we're always trying to observe things and write them down. I think a lot of us put them in our phone. Do you do that at all? Yeah, I'm definitely a phone. If you're comfortable, what are the three most recent things that you've written down? Let's see. Oh, shit. Funny? That you're like, I need to remember this. I can't oh, let it go. Oh, shit. The ultimate. Let me see. Mm -hmm. Three. Jokes three. That's what this is called. That's what this <laughs> note is called. <laughs> okay. The, the first one. Mm -hmm. What time am I supposed to take my birth control in Alaska? <laughs> I'm going there for a comedy fest. I'm just like, that's all I need to know. <laughs> this one, uh, it's a bit of a tangent. Uh, I'm just going to read it. What a please, please. Humans kill their kids because mm. we're animals. 
and animals kill their kids, especially when they're like small and weak. Mm. So the point is, do the job some of your friends' mothers didn't have the guts to do. Hey. <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> Shout out to all those kids. Man, you just, you know, the little weak one, you're like, hell no, I ain't yeah, got time. You're going to fuck us all up, ribs. kick them right in the gutter to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, another one um, is like I smoke weed. Mm-hmm. So there's times. Do you smoke? I just took a break, but I Good. did every day for like a year. I know. Oh, it's such a bad habit. Yeah. Um, it's too like when you're high and you know you just say something wrong. And you're about to say it wrong. You just don't stop. You just correct it after. Mm. I haven't like wrote on that, but that shit cracks me up. Like autocorrect, but speech. <laughs> yeah, because you know your friend asks you something and your brain's not there. You're mm. like, where do we leave the car? And you're like, I don't know, in the <laughs> shelf. And you're like, I didn't mean to say that. I'm at the McDonald's. You know, like <laughs> with your mouth, you're like, I can't fucking stop this from coming out. You knew you was about to say the wrong thing. You knew. The shelf. <laughs> your friend's like, what? You're like, oh, I'm in the parking lot. My bad, girl. I was, I'm too fucking high for you to be asking me questions. Oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite street joke? What's a street joke? Street joke, like, for example, um, how come you never see elephants hiding in trees? Why? How come? Because they're really good at it. That's funny. That's funny. That is funny. It's just like one of those. That's Dang. One of those that you hear. That's constant. Mm. That's funny. Mine is probably about elephants, too. Let me think. Wait, hold up. Let me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine might be about elephants, too. You have an elephant one. Yeah, that's funny. Wow. Mm. We're related. Um, it goes, why aren't elephants small, round, and white? Why? Because then they'd be an aspirin. <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> that is. That is dumb. <laughs> that shit. I'm like, yeah. Oh, man. Um, in your opinion, what do you think is the best joke that you have written? You don't have to recite it, but if there's one that you know stands out to you that you're proud of. That I'm proud of. Um, I do a joke. Dang, there's a couple. But right now, one that I have that's really fun is that I do a joke about a strap-on. Mm. And so that one is in my rotation right now. Sure. And that's a, that's that's one a funny one. Ones. Yeah, that's strap a funny on. one. Strap in, guys. Yeah, strap in. Lean in. Are there certain subjects that you won't talk about in comedy? Mm, I mean, uh, I try not to be. I don't know yet. Hmm. I try not to be like outwardly offensive, you yeah, know. Right, right, right. Um, because there's jokes when I use accents and stuff and things like that. Uh, mm. So I try to like make it still like maybe it toes the line, but still try to make stuff tactful. But yeah, I think that's my main thing is that I'm not trying to like just say some shit just, just to, to be shock value yeah. or just to like there's nothing you know? in that. No, it's for tasteless. what I can't fight, you know. So no, mm. very right. tasteless. Yeah, maybe I should take the crypt joke out of my rotation. I mean, if there's Crips at your show. Almost exclusively, yeah. Wow. Um, I did not know all this about you before I invited you to my house. (laughs) (laughs) Chanel, what's your biggest fear? Oof. I think my biggest fear is just, like, going back into my old, like, ways. Which I know I won't. But, you know, just, Mm. like, the living in a fantasy. Like, I want to stay in a reality of knowing. You know, even though... That causes suffering at times, mm. but I feel like feeling, you know, feeling sure. is a part of being a human being. So you got to feel. Got to do it. So I think to go back to like a numb, like un, un, not un, misguided, just, mm. you, you're just out here. You don't even know what you want to do yet. You don't even know. 
Yeah. You know, like you're yeah. probably still yeah, listening to your parents. You just... You're have no boundaries. You're just fucking yeah. fucking. You know, you're fucking. Uh, taking. That's not that bad though. If you're fucking, damn. It gets crazy though. Does it? It's stressful. Plenty of fish. All that shit. Yeah. You said, does it? Uh, yeah, I mean, look at me. Look Jesus. at you. I don't know. I just judge you by your age. I just be judging people. Like, yeah. I'm not in my 20s, too. I'd be like, you under 25? <laughs> you fucking. Yeah, and you should I'm, be. I'm old as hell, like, up here. That's fair. You can still old be mature, though. but you still. Yeah, I'm young. I'm you a young, young yeah. Piece of shit. Yeah, I'm a baby crib. Mm, a brip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Enough crib talk. Um, <laughs> Never. Let's crib walk. No, oh. what's the biggest sacrifice that you've made for comedy? I think the most recent one was, like, quitting my job. Cause that was a pretty good job. I mean, yeah, I've well for my dreams for myself. I definitely, my comedy's like, you know, now it's like, yeah, I'm selling my condo. I'm finna do a whole bunch of big girl stuff, but now it's like time, you know, it's like, like even when I went to Portland, it's like, I have six shows. So am I going to get to see Portland? Am I going to be even? And no, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you think about a vacation, it's like, Oh, I want to see the city. But it's like, I'm out here working, hustling, you know? So yeah, I think time, but... Quitting the job, that's huge. Yeah, that was a big one. What keeps you motivated? Oof. Ooh, that's in and out. I think definitely I have a, um, like a vision statement that I usually turn back to. My support, my community definitely helps me when I'm in like a dark space where I'm like, why am I even doing this? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Eating ice cream and shit. Um, And I think just like, sometimes just like i'm grateful that i have these shows you know like going from one month one show a month i think definitely the the little small bit of like you even you feeling like can i do this you Mm -hmm. know even you know not even from people telling you because people can tell you oh you can't do this but like you telling yourself that is different you know like so like can i do this am i gonna do this you know and i enjoy it i enjoy doing the comedy i enjoy it a lot that's huge that's yeah learning to like it yeah you're gonna yeah that's places. probably the problem you get addicted habits i'm telling you yeah i mean i'm lazy though i, I wish i was addicted to doing something productive see that's that's God the damn. problem like if i can get paid to play nintendo <laughs> oh dude look at that you gotta put it on the shelf uh-huh. the somebody shelf, yeah. is waiting for you to put that nintendo up damn who some comic out here that's telling fucking street jokes and winning with them yeah and they're like, Daniel's playing Nintendo. He ain't practicing. I'm going to bring my Nintendo to the mics. Then they're going to want to play with you. <laughs> hey. And coronavirus. So <laughs> you think about that. You don't let them touch your shit. Do you ever second guess comedy? Oh, yeah. I yeah. definitely have. Really? Yes. And those my are negative. dark spaces that you're talking about. Yeah. You find your way out. Or... Yeah. When you have your little negative community, you know, community in your brain. We all got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's when you definitely get out of your routine if you're not sleeping well exercising eating mm. well all those things you know like they add up to whether you're gonna have a good day or not you know mm. sometimes so like i mean as humans it's just common to get you know stuff gets busy and the next thing you know you eat mcdonald's every day and you're not you know like all that type of stuff and i think those or even if you sometimes have a badass show like mm. you have a terrible show and you're gonna be like what the or you know or things aren't going as planned um, I haven't had a show where I completely bombed. I've had jokes that were not funny, but like a complete bomb, I can't recall. Not no. yet. Okay. Not yet. I don't think it's going to happen. I hope not. No, I don't think so. I like coming out here telling the people 
some great yeah. shit. Enthusiasm is everything. I think. Yeah. There's no Energy. one that will go zero for zero. Yeah. You're going to get one. Well, no, you don't think nobody's ever bombed at all. Oh, I've definitely seen people bomb. Zero. Zero. Totally. Like, Here's the difference, though. I don't think they have the enthusiasm or the excitement. I think it's all nerves and <clears throat> self-deprecation and insecurity. Yeah, but it's still a bomb. It's a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bomb. Yeah, because a bomb. even celebrities bomb. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have nights where it's just the shit's off. Mm. People ain't fucking with you. Dang. You ain't fucking with them. And, yeah. I mean, and there's nights where, like, even, like, we feed off the like the crowd's energy like that right. gives us energy back so right those are hard those are hard nights too when you got four people you know and they they didn't even know they signed up to be here they're the starbucks know. yeah you're just talking to them <laughs> what you drinking yeah I'm like what what y'all like nothing <laughs> y'all don't want to talk cool uh chanel what's the goal for you in stand-up comedy what's the the goal that you have in mind i think my freedom yeah so oh, yeah dude. yeah my freedom and you know my choice of my happiness like yeah self-actualization those are things that are like in my mm. vision statement you know but definitely my freedom to whatever i if i'm doing stand-up full-time if i'm writing if i'm doing sketches you know just my freedom to create and to make That's and then huge. to work you know on my own schedule and things like that so yeah do a podcast too they're a lot of fun oh man i know i'm intimidated by them a little i guess because i don't know much about them I mean, if you listen to the first, uh, this is going to be like 45. You listen to the first 44, garbage. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so I'm Barack Obama on this bitch. Are, Wait, is he 40? He's 40. No, he don't. He was 44. Cut this out. Cut that part out. We're gonna I am in. not. <laughs> this is the intro clip. <laughs> she thought Barack was Donald Trump. <laughs> Yo, politics is where I've definitely lost. Uh, no, I'm, I don't know. It's fun. It's like a nice product to have and just to keep working on every week. Okay. Even if I'm not going to mics, I'm still thinking about comedy because I have to do this. I have to talk to people. And See. It's a fun outlet. No, that's great. I'm hoping, yeah, with my sketch team. Because once you stop doing stuff, that's when, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's brutal. You're like, whoa, you have too much time with yourself. You know? <laughs> Before this, the amount of Nintendo I was playing was astronomical. Through the roof insane that's why i might go to a mic tonight because i'm like what else you gonna do but smoke some weed mm. i'm gonna go get some sushi Ooh, from where okay sushi rama that's oh, yeah i've never been there no dtc no that's crazy i used to work over there too i don't think i've ever mm-mm. go there they just got unlimited it's on a conveyor belt you just pick it up and just go just, <laughs> just got it unlimited oh God sushi damn. and pretzels um i guess the last random question what's your biggest pet peeve Oof. So when people don't remember what President Barack was? Or... <laughs> I obviously don't remember. I'm, I'm not perfect, guys. Uh, dang, my biggest pet peeve? That's hard. It used to be when people's pants line wasn't straight on their butt. You know? <laughs> I used to be like, come on now. I know you feel that. Just switch. Okay, maybe I'll put that in a joke. But like, hey, switch, move it. Like, mm. Your pit, your leg, one leg got more room to walk. Come on, man. That's ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worstest. Uh, Chanel, that is all the questions I have. But I like to end every podcast by asking a bunch of rapid fires. So Ooh. not related to comedy, but answer to the best of your ability. First thing that comes to mind. What's your favorite color? Orange. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. What's the worst injury you ever had? Oh, my God. Oh my god, I have no idea. 
is that bad? I was just a scary. I was not like play on the ice type of type of bitch. You know, I was like, Mm. "Mm, nope, I'm gonna be over here coloring. You know? Okay. I played it very safe. I had pneumonia. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, I just got a burn on my arm from work. Okay. So usually, yeah, mine are more like little scar based injuries. I did. Uh, what's something you're never wrong about? Everything. <laughs> no money. I would say I, I would say like like I'm good at planning things. Like I'm good. But I got an eye. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't down my eye. Mm. Putting shit together. And I, don't look at my house, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> what's the best advice you've ever heard? Um, that <laughs> the con- the most constant thing in life is change. Beautiful. Wow, well said. Who said that? Was that Gandhi? I'm I don't know. I heard it on a Life Jennings song. Oh. Or it was Donald <laughs> Trump maybe. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. What's the difference between love and in love? I think love is just um I think they merge, but definitely love is what you got for your homies, your friends, you know, like I'll take care of you. In love is like you know what I'm saying? You letting this person in deep, right? It's mm. like a self reflection of yourself. You might be you might love your friends, but they not necessarily like being like, yo, yo, drinking is bad, or yo, like, <laughs> your comedy sucks, or yo, like, yo, you need to work on this, you know? Like, when you in love with somebody and they like, hey, I don't appreciate when you're on Facebook when I'm talking to you, you're like, damn, I do be on Facebook a lot. So, like, I think the self-reflection, the, ref- the self-reflection you get from being in love is... If someone's making you better, maybe. Yes, the growth. Mm-hmm. You're right. Do you have any talents besides comedy? I can freestyle. Can you really freestyle? Yes. Really? Yes. Could I drop a beat right now? Do it. It gotta be a tight beat, like a hip hop uh, beat. I mean, I got a pen on me and I could go. Oh, you gonna do it with your arm? Yeah, is that? I say with your arm. Is that a thing? Yeah. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, please let me have a pen. I never had I probably got a pen. Oh, here. All right. I was in an improv freestyle group. Oh, yeah, there's lots of. I forgot about that part. Oh, man. Let's see what we're freestyling about. Are you gonna freestyle? Okay. I don't think I could freestyle. I got writtens, though, but we're not going to get into that. On my podcast, when I invite you back. Okay. Me and Dano in my kitchen, and we just live and learn about your girl Chanel. Yeah, I got a story to tell. I'm out here doing my comedy, and it's funny. I don't know about Dano. He ain't told me no jokes yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> But he seems real cool. He got a nice dude. He got on a hoodie and some jeans, too. He got on a fresh hat with his hairstyle nice. His glasses is tight, fit his face real right. And he got on some shoes. They maroon a little out of season, but that's his business, fool. Mm. Let me tell you something about him that I know. He's going to go to work at the breakfast place, and he's going to make eggs up in your face, so you better Tip them in, then drip them in some new ice, because we looking right. Ooh. Did that even, you know, I don't know where that went there. Damn. You like those ones? That was amazing. Yes? Chanel, that was amazing. Thank oh my you. God. I hope you wouldn't lie to me since you got the writtens. Damn, this is real shit. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. No one's ever had, everyone's always like, I mean, no, not really, just comedy. I'm very talented. What y'all need? God, I can damn. make pancakes. What y'all need? Listen up, Derek Stroop. You ain't shit. Oh, uh, my gosh. Stop, I'm stop cracking up. I know. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, have you seen him? I can't fight him. I've never met him. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> so sweet, too. Uh, do you collect anything? 
fads. Woof, I go through fads. Uh, right. I went probably my latest fad was like uh, weed pipes. You know, mm. like yeah, I definitely. Oh yeah. Um, what's your favorite movie of all time? Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. What's your pin number? For my credit card. Hmm. Hmm. Um, hmm. Well. Uh, hmm. I don't think I can answer that. Uh, uh, <laughs> then I'd have to kill you. I'm cracking up that you asked me that and didn't even break. You're just like, what's your pin number? And you didn't even make no type of face. Mm-hmm. I'm rich as hell. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> I'm 45th. I'm not. <laughs> hey, uh, what's something that's overrated in your opinion? Social media. It's great, but you know. Yeah. yeah. What do people know you best for? Being funny. For real. Oh, yeah. Bringing a smile to their face. Good energy. Mm, I could, yeah, confirm all that. Um, last but not least, fill in the blank. My name is Chanel Hughes, and I am. I am the coldest bitch alive. For real, though. And she works at a distillery. Whiskey distillery, local. Hey, goddamn, Chanel, thank you so much for freestyling, for sitting down and doing this. <laughs> Yay! Fantastic. 45th. Oh, 45th. Uh oh. Like Barack. Like Barack. <laughs> <laughs> He's still my president. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, That was Chanel Hughes. Oh my goodness. The freestyle rap at the end. Are you absolutely kidding me? This was one of the... This is... I mean, this is like top two, if not top one for me. I always ask comedians that in the rapid fire. Do you have any other talents besides comedy? Sometimes they do. Sometimes they're like, ah, you know, like I'm a good driver. I'm really good with toy skateboards. I can get one side of a Rubik's Cube. We've heard it all, but we haven't heard freestyle rapping. Oh, oh my God. That was fucking awesome. Thank you so much, Chanel. Uh, oh, man. What else, man? What is there that we just talked about so much? Um, yeah, I mean, really, the business side of comedy is just so important. Like I said in the intro, um, you just gotta you gotta work your shit out comedians so let's all do it let's all work it out let's get better man um you know what as always if you'd like to support the podcast you can tell a friend um you can follow it on all social platforms you could get the logo tattooed onto your rectum you could do that i guess you could do that i don't know i probably shouldn't have said rectum that's a, I don't know, it's a fun word to say. Um, I don't have too much to say at the end of this one, but, man, we got more interviews coming. Uh, next week should be, I don't know who exactly, I gotta get this schedule all intact, but we got a lot coming. Uh, I hope you liked that solo one that we did when I broke all the jokes down. I hope you didn't hate me for it, oh well. Uh, man, I gotta, I gotta go and keep editing this these things so i'm gonna get out of here but huge thank you to chanel thank you so much Uh, i can't wait to do another one of these if you're down so we'll see you next week uh what's your favorite color orange or your favorite colored person, sorry. My favorite colored person? Mm-hmm. Color of person or colored person? 
either. How do you feel like answering? Wow, that's funny. Uh-huh. I was like, dang, colored person, me. Definitely me. <laughs> You're your favorite colored person. <laughs> yeah, front of the line. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> uh, color of person. I feel like, dang, purple people. People are purple. I fucking love purple people. Me- they don't get enough credit. Yeah, it's just like, people. dang. I mean, Avatar the Blue. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. 